0: Welcome to the StoryCraft Cafe Podcast. If you're just joining us for the first time, we kicked off a challenge last week to write a novel with Dabble in 60 days. This challenge encompasses the yearly NaNoWriMo challenge while also adding a planning month to the mix. Five writers are going through the process of developing an idea, making a fully formed plot and plan, then executing the writing of a first draft in 60 days. Last week, Dabble CEO Jacob Wright joined our weekly live check in to talk all about the plotting features in Dabble and to offer ideas to our group of intrepid writers. Listen in as we talk about the importance of a plan and how you can use the power of Dabble to better plan out your project. Go to storycraft.cafe to sign up for the challenge and join us in the fun. Thanks for listening, and we are live. Welcome into the Storycraft Cafe, everybody. I am your story barista, Hank Garner, as always, and joined uh, joining me tonight, Ian Garner, Lauren Moore, Josh Hayes, Amy Hale, and our very special guest this week, Jacob Wright. We we had this uh, this kickoff event uh, last week where we kind of talked about what we hoped to get from this writing challenge and um you know this is a writing challenge that we're kind of pantsing um because we don't have a solid plan for week to week but it is coming together and uh so anyway from from last week to you know we officially kicked this challenge off saturday and um i woke up saturday morning ready to go i knocked out about 1600 words that that i had been holding in my brain that I was that I just had to get out, and and I kind of I wrote a couple of scenes that I had been thinking about that were on my mind, and then I stopped, um, which was totally against my nature. Uh, I wanted to just keep kind of finding out what the story was, but I stopped and I started using the plot grid and dabble and and thinking about how things would happen and start laying out some plot cards. and And um, I, I'll tell you what, uh, Jacob, I I was surprised by. Um, the fact that slowing down and thinking about your plot—I've um, always been the kind of person that that wants to jump in and kind of find the story out as I go and 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 start kind of letting it, you know, flow that way. And I realized that slowing down and and being intentional about uh, about wondering what twists and turns the story would take is really liberating and, and scary at the same time because it's not at all what I want to do. And uh, so so anyway, Ian, um, how's your pre-planning and uh, all of that part of the process going so far? Uh, first of all, can you hear me with these headphones on? Yes, you sure. Okay, so what I did is I actually started with paper and pen. And I have a five-act... Um, outline that I've written down, and it's not fully fleshed out, but it is a basic uh, story beat guide for me to know what my objective is for a particular narrative beat is, and then I can fill it in as I go. I don't have all of the details in, and uh, I think that's where the fun is going to come in, just trying to fill in the blanks. So what I did earlier is I got on Dabble and I started playing around with the, the plot Uh, cards and stuff like that haven't finished it yet but that's what I'm going to do when I get off of here is finish all of that nice nice Lauren how's your your pre-planning going I know that you're writing a novel in a friend's world and you've been doing a lot of research to get that world established and kind of figure out who your characters are going to be how's that going so far
1: it's going uh, a lot of fun. I'm in book two of the series. Um, and I did ask the authors uh, if I could say, and yeah, they, uh, Nick and Jason said it was okay if I could talk about the Forgotten Ruins series, um, oh, which I love is that series. very fun. Okay. It's Rangers that are sent into basically like Tolkien's ro- world. So we've got orcs, we've got goblins, we have witches, we've got fairies, we've got vampires, um, we even have creatures that are sort of like, um, you know, giant spiders, but um, D&D kind, kind of monsters. So there's a lot of material to wade through. And um normally, yeah, I've got my notebooks out, I've got my post-its out. But I cracked open Dapple this morning at like 530 in the morning, and I started just <laughs> Bringing out the different sheets, I got my characters going. I got my world building section going. I got the plot and just started putting down information. And um, two hours later, I was still just jotting stuff in, filling out the world. And now I feel like I've I've got it organized and I'm on a path. And um, it it was the the software was very helpful to me to go from kind of like a blank canvas. To now feeling like I've got something that I can work from.
0: The the character sheets uh, have been great for me because I uh, I have started over the weekend started thinking about okay I've got this little town now who lives there uh, who cool. would the sheriff be in this town who would the mayor be who would um, who who's the. The, the waitress at the coffee shop where everyone congregates in the morning and tells gossip, you know, and she and she knows everybody's business, you know, and and when you start building out all of the characters, then all of a sudden that world becomes alive. And it's so much fun. And then being able to to reference, uh, you know, seeing all the characters there on the left side of the screen. And, you know, I'm making out I made in the plot grid, I made a card for for characters that would be in each scene and thinking about, OK, if, if this is going to happen, who would be there? And what kind of interaction can I spark from having this person and that person there? And that's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, the more you write down, the more ideas come to you and you just exactly. kind of keep on building and adding to it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Josh, you. Uh, you are working on the second book in a series that you and you just finished. Did you finish book one the other day? I knew Man, I'm so some. I'm so
2: close. It's so close to me, and I did uh, almost seven thousand words on it today. Uh, and I'm I'm like this close to being done. I should have
0: it done maybe mm, tomorrow. We'll see. Awesome, awesome. So, do you? What do you? What will you bring in from that? series that will help you in writing book two? Well, a lot
2: of my process is um, usually when I'm wrapping up at, at least a, a book in, in a series, if I'm starting something new, I can't really do this very well. But if I'm going on to a next book in the series, I'm usually already thinking of what I want to do for book two while I'm finishing the first book. And that's this the case in this series. Um, I've already been, I've got, I don't know, you saw all the windows I had on my work computer. (laughs) I've got like four different documents that I'm kind of trying to compile my ideas and and notes. And um, one of the things I just noticed while I was messing around with uh, uh, Dabble right before we started was the note card deal, which I didn't understand when I looked at it last week. Um, A lot of the ways that I, do scenes is I'll just do outlines um, right. in Word. Um, and then while I'm starting a book, I just write down what I need in the outline. Like, this is what I need here. This is what I need here. Um, I'll also write down points for what the characters need in the book itself, and that really helps me wow. narrow down what I have to do um, per character and then flesh it out from there. Um, but one of the interesting things I just saw on the uh, realized on the plotter deal was that I can just create cards anywhere and just start writing in the cards Um, and that's normally what I do anyway I I just do it on an outline form instead of on note cards Um, but a lot of the trouble I always run into while I'm doing that is sometimes I'll it's out of order and then I have to copy and paste and then the outline numbers get all screwy and then you're like come on word I had this in this outline thing and it's not number 17 it's six now and it's not like changing around um, so now that I understand that of the, that aspect of dabble, that'll probably be very helpful in just generating the ideas. Um, I'll probably be doing that a lot this week is just sitting down and generating the ideas um, for the plot points that I already have established. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think I've got, I don't know, probably five, six hundred words of planning uh, for book two already done. Um, uh, I don't know I'll probably hit I'll probably hit 10 or 12,000 words in planning before I actually start writing it Um, and uh, hopefully by the time I get done with that I know what the ending of the book is because right now I don't I have an idea of what I need to do with the book Um, but there's so many different open threads from book one that I kind of want to close in book two it's going to be interesting to see if I can get it all done <laughs> it's going to be fun <laughs>
0: So fun. Jacob, I, I, you, um, you said you were joining us uh, on this uh, writing challenge and that you were going to join us from, from home. Um, w- what are you thinking about?
3: I was hoping you'd skip me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this last month has been, um, uh, overtime heads down, um, on, on some server stuff for Dabble to make sure that uh, we could scale uh, with the, uh, with the number of uh, people we have on the platform as it's continuing to grow. And, um, and so I, I just kind of cut off at the end of the month and it's been a couple of days to kind of get out of that, that mind space, uh, for coding. So I'm still working on my idea and, and fleshing it out. And just doing the the brainstorm, like, oh, what about this or this? this is the premise stage. So I, ha- I haven't written any words. I haven't even started any plot cards. But uh, but I, I plan on I plan on getting there.
0: We've got we've got sixty days. It's okay. This is this That's is right. The, this That's the what the I big Part of it. This is the yeah. this is the thinking about it. And then uh, Steve Bowyer, uh had to point out on Facebook yesterday that it's uh, write a novel in 61 days. I was like, hush, Steve, that's, it's, you know. It's plenty of time off, until you get to day 59, days,
3: right?
0: <laughs> Yeah, anyway, um, Amy. Of it,
3: Dabble, Dabble has a nice feature where you could t- take a day off, you know, for Thanksgiving or something. So you got I, just the 60 days.
0: I showed that last week and uh, okay. yeah, go, go into that calendar and just check off those days that you need to take off um amy how, how's it going
1: it's going um, i apologize i do think it was me i found a window <laughs> open behind all my other windows that i did not know was open <laughs> so sorry it about happens. that um it's going well i've been spending um i got up early this morning opened dabble started working on my character sheets um I really like to have a good feel for my characters before I really get into a story. So I've been mostly focusing on that at this point and then doing research. I even um, talked to my sister last night and talked to my uncle this morning about the house and what they remember of it. And and uh, so I'm getting some some memories from family members that have lived there or been there. And um, yeah, it's it's coming along nicely.
0: I've told um, a number of people that you're telling a ghost story based on some real life experiences, and every single person I've told that to is like, "Oh, I've got to read that because everybody has a story that yeah. you know that that they they're connected with something weird that's happened." You know, yeah. Every, every time I've said that, like, "Oh, let me tell you what happened to me," you know, it's so uh, that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So Jacob, dabble. You started dabble how many years ago? Four, five, six, ten. 10? Dabble launched
3: five years ago. Uh, it was a couple of years uh, before that that I started it, so it's
0: been a while. So, yeah. so what was the what was the idea that that got this this whole thing started? What 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 made you what what made you think there was a hole in the world that only Dabble could fill?
3: Well, when I started Dabble, um, I had used Scrivener. And it's a great product. Um, I really enjoyed Scrivener. But I had done a lot of online web apps. And I knew that it yeah. could be brought online, uh, which would solve um, some of the problems uh, like cross, you know, cross-platform Windows and Mac and, and other things like that, as well as mobile. Uh, but I also saw an opportunity for collaboration and community, some of those things that you don't get from just a desktop app uh and and i loved the idea of just as simple as possible automatically saving everything as you write uh not having to worry about dropbox you know issues or other things with corruption um and uh and so um i honestly i i started uh dabbling in my writing career and and wanting to uh, to write a novel um I, Think I got to thirty thousand words uh, for Nanorimo, you know. <laughs> but I was also trying to uh, build a software startup on the side, um, and realized I, I wasn't going to be able to do both. Uh, so I decided to pick one, and I decided to uh, uh, to ditch the project I was working on and write the the novel writing software that I would want to use when I when I you know, finished. My software and, and wanted to get back to writing, so that's that's how Dabble was born.
0: One of the early um, features of Dabble that I loved was that it was uh that it constantly backed up and you could sync between computers. Because one of the when I was using Scrivener ten years ago, and this is not a dig at Scrivener. Night. This this was just the reality of software ten years ago. Um, I, I was using Scrivener with Dropbox, and I was I had a desktop computer at home, and I had a laptop that that I used for work. And I would try to share Scrivener projects back and forth, and I got data corruption one day i went to open the project that i had been working furiously on and it was just all corrupt it was 25,000 words or so of a project that was just gone and and i know that scrivener has probably remedied that long ago and you know this is like i said not a dig at scrivener but it was just the reality of apps 10 years ago and the fact that that i could just not worry about it and not have to worry if if I opened it on this computer, but it hasn't finished syncing on the other one, it is everything going to go up in smoke and that. And, and that's and, an interesting
3: uh, phrase. We actually had a customer whose house burned down and they, <laughs> they were able oh, no. to pick up dabble on their friend's computer at their house while, you know, insurance and everything was being taken care of and continue writing. <laughs> that is we also crazy. had, you know, we've had hard drive crashes and things like that as well. But um the fire one was a particular note to me.
0: Well, and and um, I think one thing that it's difficult for some people to wrap their head around is that Dabble not only backs up online, but you also have a copy of your your data on your local computer as well. Um, so you, if you have a laptop and you don't have Wi-Fi somewhere, you can continue working on your project until you get somewhere to Wi-Fi, and then it resyncs up, right?
3: We also have a customer who is on a submarine, maybe six months of the year. And so they're syncing up about every six months when they're in port. <laughs> so, the, the but, other... but for, for Dabble to work offline, it has to have a copy locally. Uh, right. and, then, and then when it gets around to it, it can sync up to the server when you've got internet.
0: Amazing. I'm, and I'm sure you didn't lose any sleep at night along the way, making sure that was all working the way you wanted it to
3: yeah well it does make it so i don't have to uh to worry as much about sleep for server downtime and things like that the server goes down people can keep writing you might not be able to sign in if you have you're not already signed in so but it's, it's not as bad
0: the the other feature that just completely sold me on dabble um years ago was um i had forever been looking for the perfect um minimal writing app that that was, that would just give me a minimal uh, interface without stuff in the way. And I could just concentrate on the story. And when I first used dabble and I started typing and about that second sentence, everything just faded away and, and you're only left with the page that blew my mind.
2: Hank, that freaked me out today. When that happened, I was not expecting that (laughs) and everything disappeared on my screen and I go what I
0: touch. I didn't touch anything. <laughs> everything went away. I broke it. <laughs> and then you stop typing and give it a couple seconds, and everything fades back in. Um, that that is, I know it's silly, but that is my favorite feature in Dabble, and it's one of the first features that I tell everybody about, and I just love it. What what made you think of of that?
3: I, there's just a lot of little things. Uh, my as a as a developer and designer. I my goal is to delight the user to give them an experience that you know little things that are just like oh wow that's really neat so, like even you know the the home screen where you hover over a manuscript and it's got multiple pages that fold up um, that took me you know a couple of days to, to just perfect that um, but um, I so in Scrivener and other software um, at the time there was a. Uh, there was a mode that you could focus mode. You could go into the focus mode. It would black your whole screen out, jump it, give you typewriter um, scrolling and everything. And I thought, why couldn't that just be built in like always on? Uh, So when you start typing, you know, and I had the thought of a, of a media player, like on YouTube, you know, when you move the mouse, you can see the controls, but when you stop moving the mouse, they fade away. And, uh, and that was the inspiration for, for the the fade out and the typewriter scrolling is just built in. So wherever the cursor is on your screen, it'll just scroll up. Um, that way, it doesn't have to be in the middle. You can have it at the top or the bottom, and you can set it to where you want just just by scrolling it and typing. And you don't have to think about it. So I I, I agree. I, I loved I loved building those. I was uh, really happy with how they turned out. But those are those are the things that really uh, get me up in the morning is making the little things shine
0: and and they absolutely do and um and and we could go on all night about all the, the little things that are just amazing but um we specifically want to talk about plotting tonight um the the plot grid is is a feature that i've um in the the years that i've used apple i've always used the plot grid but just not in a way that it was supposed to be used because i've always been more of a pantser and I always used it to, to hold notes of things and then to remind myself of things so that most of the time when I would get to, to the second draft, I would have a a breadcrumbs that I could follow that I could then, you know, rearrange. And then, you know, it helped in my editing, but now I'm, I'm being more intentional upfront about it, which is, you know, kind of the, the point of the first month of this challenge is being intentional about your story upfront. Um, you you fashioned the plot grid on, and we've all seen the the uh, it's not a meme, but the 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 images that have been shared online of uh, the the author of Harry Potter and how she used this grid to map out how the story progressed. And was that the initial uh, inspiration behind the plot grid?
3: It was. It was. I saw that, and I thought, You know, I'm a fan of Harry Potter as well, and I could see the different plot lines and the things that were going on. And I thought, wow, that's that's such a great idea. Um, Maybe I could maybe I could make that into put that into Dabble. Um, And and when I um, launched with Dabble, I knew that I needed uh, publishing eventually, editing eventually. But I needed to at least have the writing. And it'd be nice if I could have some plotting tools for those who do that before they writing. So, uh, so that was the goal is to at least have some sort of plotting and, and the writing tools. And, uh, and yeah, I was, I was really, I, I remember, um, trying to figure out how I could, um, make it, uh, and I was in a hotel room with my brother, uh, we were at Riot Games where we both worked at the time visiting, um, on campus and, and I was, we were kind of brainstorming how it might work. And I think he said, Something about because we we're talking about plot points and, and storylines, and he said something about a grid, and I thought, oh, geometry, grid, line, point, like that—that's perfect. And then it just kind of clicked for me, and I was able to uh, to see it in my mind and, and then build it.
0: So, for the folks who have not experienced it yet, describe the the plot grid. What what is it? we're we're talking about columns and rows. What do the columns represent, and the when you add the cards through the rows, what does that represent?
3: Yeah, so when you, a lot of authors when they plot their story, they've got just the the one plot, and they'll they'll cram all of the detail into each into each, um, you know, story card or whatever, each scene notes, right? Um, and with what J.K. Rowling did is she split it out by, uh, by storyline, by plotline, uh, for each subplot, like with, um, I think the book had uh, a and Gromp, and it had, you know, Malfoy and Snape, you know, the enemies, uh, and things like that. And, um, and that, that allows her, and, and in my mind, it would allow me to be able to uh, make sure that the story was evenly paced, and that I could track, you know, what happened with this plotline last, um, and, and make sure that a single plotline Was uh, continuous and and didn't have uh, holes or gaps, Um, and so so with with Dabble's plot grid, uh, the left-hand column, um, just like uh, in in some spreadsheets, is the master column, and that's got all of your scene cards. We we use little cards, Uh, and then to the to the right of that, each column is a plot line, Uh, and the reason why I chose. It, uh, columns is just because most you know everyone has this mouse wheel that they can scroll down not everyone has a trackpad that they can scroll left and right so i thought it'd be better to have it vertical uh and uh and so um what you do is you create all of your your storylines uh plot plot lines uh and you know if, if it's love interest or the uh you know the enemies or some side story uh, or whatever uh, and then you can um Put cards in in the line, uh, lined up with the, the scene that they belong with. And if there's if there's a plot, you know, if there's something that happens maybe off scene, you can uh, you can have an empty row uh, and and throw a plot point in that 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 doesn't necessarily belong to a scene, uh, but it but it's positioned between two scenes. So you can have you can have stuff happening off scene in, in that way too. Uh, and, and since we've launched it and people have been using it, uh, people use it for story arcs. Uh, they use it to track, uh, like you're doing who, which characters are in a scene. Uh, they use it for keeping track of location, uh, say this scene, you know, so they'll have a a location story plot line, um, and say, Oh, this is in this location or this location or this location. And, um, and uh, we've uh, and so so it's been uh, it's been interesting to see how people are using it outside of the original um, subplot uh, metaphor that that I had dreamed up.
0: So, if you're using the the plot grid and you are um, laying out your your note cards for for scenes, and then you know who shows up in that scene, what the inciting incident is, when when you how do you um ex- explain to folks how you translate this thing that you're laying out over to the actual writing and how it's you're able to bring that into the 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 writing portion of the software
3: sure would it be easier if i was to show you
0: yes that would be amazing
3: okay, okay. you should have uh, a share ch- okay.
0: screen button
3: i do and,
0: and I meant to pull that up before we get started. So I would have that to illustrate And That's fine. And
3: so can you see the,
0: Lauren and the window? Yeah, got it.
3: Great. Um, this is uh, currently in beta. So ignore some of the changes you might see. Um, the cabin boy is a uh, an example. Um, we had a sister, a, a nun uh, that was writing books using dabble. And she was trying to understand the plot grid. So I put together this little um, example. Uh, This is a a pirate story. Um, And so here, uh, this is the plot grid. And the first column you'll see is the scenes. Uh, If you add a new scene into your story, it adds it into into the plot grid. We just added this. And if you delete it from the story or from your plot grid, it deletes it from the manuscript. So that's, that's something important to, um, to keep in mind is that these, these are one to one with all your scenes in your manuscript. Uh, if you delete, if you delete something here, it gets deleted here. Well, put into the trash so you can restore it if you need. But, uh, but that's, uh, that's sometimes a gotcha for, for people who are just getting into the plot grid. Uh, and you can see, um, the chapter marks are here so it help you, uh, keep yourself anchored to where you're at in the story. But in this case, uh, we've got um, the the scenes cards are a great way to just capture the main plot, what's happening, um, and then and then in this story, you know, we've got this boy Henry who's scrubbing the decks. Um, he's got a a um, treasure map tattooed on his back, and uh, and you know he doesn't know about it, but people, you know, eventually someone will see it. There's the mother and. Uh, And his relationship with her that, that we can track in a plot line and the captain and his, you know, maybe some of the things that he's um, talking about and, and, you know, shows his, his worldview or whatever. These are main relationships that the cabin boy has. Uh, Maybe there's a girl from home that, that he thinks about and draws him, you know, keeps him going throughout the, uh, throughout the story uh, and, and in this story, she actually leaves to go and find him. And so there's, uh, you know, we're, we're switching between her point of view and his point of view. And then, uh, you can have, you know, this, this one, I started the timeline, um, column that we can just track, you know, the timeline through the story, but, uh,
0: and you can create columns for anything you that's helpful to you, right?
3: Yeah. You give them a name. Um, if you need to, uh, to reorder them, you can move them over here in the left-hand column, uh, or get rid of them if you don't, you know, don't need them. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, it it makes it really easy to uh, to create things. Uh, you can move plot points around um, if they belong in a different column or in a different place in the column. And, uh, um, and one thing to note as well is that a plot point can't be a scene, and a scene can't be a plot point. You can move them within. Uh, within the scenes column or within any of the plot point in the plot lines. Um, but, but that keeps it from, you know, putting a plot point in the middle of your scene, which or in the middle of your book, which doesn't make sense or vice versa. Uh, now, once you've got things planned out uh, a little bit uh, and, and if another thing to know is if you don't like this, if you don't want um multiple plot lines or you just don't think you know your story is complex enough if you're writing a novella or something like that you can just have the uh, the scenes um, laid out like this and just add them and 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 see them all in one column and keep track of them that way um, and just focus on on the one on the one there instead of instead of a whole grid so that's helpful um, but when you go and you actually go to write your scene in your notes section here on the right-hand side, you have the scene notes that we, we put together in the, uh, plot grid, but you also have all of the plot notes from, from the row. Um, we've got Henry thinks of his mother, the callous captain storms the deck, and Henry thinks of his girl, which are the same that came across this way. So you can set it all up. And then when you're come when it comes time to write it, if you, uh, you're a, a plotter, and then then I mean, you've got all these notes here. You can remind yourself the details, or just have the uh, the card there to remind you of the general, you know, um, information that's that's supposed to be in the card, and and write your story. So that's that's how it ties it all together, and and why it's so important that that these are the scenes, and these line up with those scenes, uh, so that so the scenes know what, what plot cards, uh, to show in the right-hand column.
0: Is, is there a limit to how many columns you can, you can create?
3: There is not. Uh, but I will say that the more (laughs) columns you have that the plot grid can slow down, uh, depending on the speed of your computer. Um, we do have some people with, um, 20, 30, I mean, quite a few plot lines, um, and if you find yourself wanting to do that, uh, it might be because you're trying to put too much information into the into the plot line uh, or into the plot grid. Um, that and it also makes it hard to uh, to find it. And you're scrolling left and right. So what I would recommend in those cases is to add a new plot grid. Um, actually, uh, that is a generic one. If you if you look in this section, you can create one that's tied to the cabin boy itself, which means the scenes will be here in the left-hand column. So then you can have two plot grids for the one book. Uh, maybe this one can be um, character arcs. And you can have all the characters in this one and all of the plot in this one. Uh, or or you could have a meta one that has, you know, like um, – draft version like oh this is first draft and you can have you know second draft third draft and timeline and things like that so uh so that can work and if you do it that way let's put test here um you will be able to have all of those plot points show up here and this section will scroll so if you've got you know 20 cards uh, that you're you're using um they'll all be here and uh and one more thing is you can add ribbons that can give you a little more information um, like um, let's say you use this for character and you can say this is Henry and uh, and this one I think was the girl, which I don't remember. If she had a name, say girl and we'll choose <laughs> yellow for her. And so if you if you're using these labels, uh, that can maybe, Help you uh, have one fewer um, plot plot lines, and then you also get the color coding next to uh, next to your scene over here, so you can see, you know, who which character is speaking. Or if you want to use it for draft, like first draft, second draft, then you can track your your drafts in the left, you know, in this left column here.
0: And I think if you're if your problem is that you have too many plot points to fit on the screen when you're writing a particular scene uh, maybe that's a good indicator that there's too much going on in the scene it, you know that's that it, it's kind of a, a self-governing um, sort of thing that if you've got more information there than will display then maybe you're trying to do too much and the, it's not going to translate to the reader very well
3: it could be although could there be. are some people that like to plan like really detailed detailed you know, information into each scene. So, you know, for, for them, for their sake, you know, that there's, there's options around that. (laughs) Um, One, one thing that uh, is helpful as well, it's a little bit of a hidden feature is um, these columns are resizable. And if you make this column large enough, then the full card will show up uh, which allows you to, if, if you've got a monitor that you're, you know, a large enough monitor, which a lot of monitors are. If it's not an iPad or a smaller laptop, then you can have the full card there and uh, and be able to get a little more information um, without having to to click it and open the card. So that that's a little trick there that you can you can use.
0: Love that, love that. We actually had that question uh, today from a user in the Storycraft Cafe. Um, website and I think that opened up some possibilities for for that person Jacob I could tell you
1: that I could tell that you were a writer when I was using your platform this morning because so I was like this dude he's got like maybe five different tools that I normally have combined into one I'll have my notebook over here where I'm you know I've got a um, a story grid kind of charted out and then I'll start like writing down my scenes I'll get out my post-its over here. Maybe I'll start sticking them on the wall as I'm moving my scenes around and figuring out, you know, I gotta inject a scene over here to, to flesh this part out. Um, I'll have a Google Docs over here for my character sheets, and then I've got my Word doc where I start writing. But instead you have all of these tools in one and it's like, it's like you're just kind of sliding me down into the writing process. Like it's just gravity kind of pulls you down and I, you know, thumbs up for that. It was really cool.
3: Well, thank you, Lauren. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now this is, this is a pride and prejudice, the example, Um, we had one of our team put this together. Um, And so it's, it's kind of fun to look through and, and see, um, you know, all of the, uh, all the plot lines that, that the team member came up with as they dissected it Uh, and, and they actually, you know, copy pasted the whole book into here and and so that was that was kind of a fun project to do and and see how that worked out
0: and there are plenty of holes in that plot grid for zombies to be dropped in
3: right this um (laughs) right here zombies (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll save that for later
0: (laughs) Oh, oh the trash by the way um what um some people don't know is that the trash is non-destructive. So if you delete something, it's still there. Um, so I think I've, I've heard of some people that kind of use the trash can as a filing cabinet to hold on to ideas that they'll reuse. I do not recommend that, but it is handy to know that that stuff goes there and and it just kind of goes to purgatory.
3: What I would recommend is creating a folder in, in your story notes. Those yes. um, deleted scenes or unused scenes, uh, maybe my darlings, and uh, and throw all of your because uh, um, you can put scenes and chapters into your story notes. So you know that you can you can throw that kind of stuff into your in, into a a folder. that you throw all the stuff that. You know you've got to get rid of, but you don't want to delete just in case. You know it's easier to let it go if if you know it's always there. If you decide if you changed your mind, so yeah,
0: love it. So are are there any plotting or plot grid questions uh, for Jacob? Has anything sparked for anyone that um, that you need some clarification on or? Actually, on.
2: while I was watching, he answered like probably six of the questions I had while he was going through demonstrating everything. So I think uh like one of the questions I had was naming the banners. I was like, man, I'd really like to name a banner. And then he just clicked on it and named it. I'm like, oh, apparently you can do that. Fantastic. <laughs> um So, yeah, no, I think just going through that, that I mean, I had an idea of how I was going to do it anyway but then looking watching as he kind of manipulated the stuff around there it kind of gave me an idea of what i need to do to use the program to its fullest um, i think it's going to be a good time even even the little uh stretching the screen out there so you could see the the note cards without clicking on them that was extremely helpful and i would never have known to do that on my own yeah
3: we can uh we could definitely Improve our uh, our onboarding in the plot grid area.
0: It's just there's so much um, to there's so many little details, and this is exactly why I wanted Jacob to come on on week two to to talk about it because I knew this was going to open up so many um, possibilities. And and also talking about stretching your screen out, um, it, it's a web based app, uh, but if you go to DabbleWriter.com, you can. Um, download a a version for Windows and for Mac, uh, or you can, uh, you know, if you're using Chrome, just click up in the toolbar and install it. It'll install as an app, um, so to speak, and then you can, you know, full screen it, and it's not just another tab in your browser. And um, so, you know, if you want it to behave more like a standalone app and go full screen. And that still syncs with the online version? Yeah. Yeah, yep. it it in essence is well. the online version, right, Jacob?
3: Yeah, um it actually is a dedicated Chrome browser that loads the web version and and because it saves everything offline just like the the web version, um then it makes it really easy for us to update in one place. You know, we update the web app and desktop and every and mobile app and everything gets updated as well because it's it's all one place. Interesting. So you never have, you never have, you know. uh, Oh, you know, this version five is out, but um, in a couple of months we'll we'll push it out to Windows or desktop or whatever. Right. Yeah.
0: Mirabar said the mobile version works great as well. I use it for taking notes when I'm away from the computer. Uh, Me too. This weekend uh, we took a little road trip, and I was in the car riding and thinking about a couple of notes that I needed to to put in and I just popped open dabble on my phone and I used the um the speech uh speech to text that's just built into the phone keyboard and I just dictated an entire scene sitting in the car going down the road and my wife looks over at me and I just wave, you know, I just ignore me and she, you know, she just turns the music up and you know goes on down the road. But it was fantastic being able to to have mobile access, you know, and without my laptop, add something so that I don't forget it later because I 100% will forget it if I don't make notes. And, you know, it's,
3: and that's a great point. If you want to uh, to speech to text your novel uh, using your mobile, uh, which has it built in, is a great option. Well,
0: Michael Leron, uh is probably going to join us on our next writing um uh, compet- or challenge that we do after the first of the year. Um, the goal is to do this once a quarter. And so after the first of the year, we're going to do it again. And, and he, uh, he told me the other day, he said, well, I'm, I'm dictating, uh, my book, you know, now that it's kind of the, the number one way that I'm writing. I was like, Oh, you can totally do that. You know, just put dabble on your phone. And he, he installed it and he was like, Oh my gosh, I can totally do this. So, um, yeah. Good times. Awesome. Anybody else have any comments or things that we uh, want to dig into a, a little deeper while we have a few minutes?
3: So everyone figured out story notes. Okay.
2: All right. Um, story notes. So, I did have a, a question on, and I don't know yeah. if I'm missing the feature or not, but I, uh, um, I was trying to set up just a regular, like, stacked outline. Is that a feature that I can, like, turn on? So it's, like, in, in, the, in the plot notes file, you can just type, and it, and it does that fine. But uh, is there an option to turn on, like, a one, two, three, and then have it do an outline like that?
3: Yeah. Uh, I'll show that real quick. So in your story notes, you can type one period space. And it goes uh, creates your notes, and tab and shift tab will indent. Oh, if you fantastic. decided you, yeah, if you need like uh, a and b and c, then you can type a and oops, we'll do that here. A oh, something's wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> of course, demos, demo gods. Um, that should be working. So I'm going to look at that right after this, uh, but you can, you can do a or Roman numerals and uh, even start not oh, on one if you're If you're in the middle of lists. So uh, that cool. works. Um, if you know Markdown, we try and support some of that stuff. So uh, three hashes and a space will give you a heading three. Um, and of course, bold and italics, you know, work with a, The you know command or control uh, B and I and uh, trying to think of any other shortcuts for for that for bullet bullet points. Uh, Yeah, bullet points an asterisk. woohoo How'd you do that though? Or a um, a dash. So if you hit dash and then space, then you get the bullet point. Or if you hit uh, type in an asterisk. And space, and you get a bullet point. These, those are um, also in a lot of your note programs, uh, like like Max uh, OS X's built-in notes program. So we try and try and support a lot of the stuff that um, is people already use.
2: Fantastic! I mean, Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, images is something you can put in. Uh, we've got a plus button. Um, Went on a blank line. that You can go and you can insert an image from your computer. a Horizontal rule uh, between between text. Um, or uh, we even have it so you can uh, search up Unsplash. Uh, wow. Like, uh, book old book and find some stuff there and. You know, if there's something that you like, uh, it's great for locations and and um, character, you know, putting in finding character images and things like that.
1: I will be using that maybe tonight because <laughs> I love using images to get to get inspired and then to organize them like that. I, I had that written down about like, can we add pictures? And and you answered my question. Awesome. Thank you.
0: And, and speaking of images, you can also add a cover image uh, if you're like me and like when I'm what? first thinking about a book, um, I like to kind of sketch up a cover to it, it just helps me to get the feel of the book, if you will and and you can add that to your dabble project like that
3: right there.
1: Oh, that's beautiful.
3: Yeah. so by by setting it, I can remove it. I don't want to because I'm not sure if I still have this image on my computer, but you can <laughs> set it and then it will show up in your in your recent projects uh, nice. list here instead of instead of your manuscript stack.
1: So very nice. Yeah. Do you have an option for adding a whole bunch of chapters at one time instead of one at a time per chance?
3: Um, let me present again. I jumped out too early. So uh, there's a couple of options. Oh, if, sorry. if you are already, um, if you have already written, some stuff in word or something like that. You could just come into chapter one, uh, copy it from word, paste it in here and dabble. will look for, uh, chapter one, chapter two. Uh, and even if there's a title, um, underneath chapter one, before it gets into the the text, it will grab that title and it will, it'll put everything in. Uh, it also will, um, detect, um, yeah, like uh, scene breaks that are a single hash or a few hashes or, or asterisks. So uh, it'll detect those and auto create your scenes for you. Um, and we thought that would be a great import mechanism. So you can do from word, Google docs uh, open office, like anything you want because copy and paste is universal. Uh, but what you're asking, I think is probably for your actual book writing. Uh, and I know, you know, right-click, add new chapter, that can get tedious. Uh, One way that could be faster is to do it like this. Mm -hmm. Um, That won't create the chapters, um, but you can do all your scenes. Uh, And then, uh, you know, by the way, plotline could also be, you know, save the cat, and you can have, you know, opening image. oh, my goodness. (laughs) and uh that's exactly how i type (laughs) (laughs) right and so uh so you can you can do that and plot it out and you can say you know what i'll get to the chapters later these are my key scenes this is what i want you know name them and whatever and then when you're ready to do the chapters instead of dragging and dropping and that you know headache uh you can go into the manuscript view which not everybody Uh, maybe it's a little hidden uh, but you go to the manuscript view and you can go and say okay there needs to be a chapter between these two scenes and you just click like that Uh, chapter between these two scenes insert chapter give it the name like you know the almost middle my brain just
2: exploded thank you
3: very much I know
1: mine (laughs) too
3: yeah hey this isn't quite right I'm just gonna move it over there. Okay, there we go. So, Very yeah, this nice. this makes it really easy to decide where those chapter breaks go if if they're not solid for you in the beginning. If 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 you're a scene based writer and you know the scenes you want to write and you're not sure where you want to put the chapter breaks, you know you can write your whole book just with you know all the scenes in one in chapter one, and then go through and and figure out where the, where you want them later.
1: Yeah, I love that because Variant um, Press and Jeff Chaney, they use, and I use this too, uh, story physics, the story engineering stuff. So if uh, they've got a different plot grid too that you can use, but they start from there with their plots. So you could plot out his entire method in his book uh, before you even figure out your chapters and then start building your scenes from that.
3: Yeah, I think this is where I felt like a tool like this needed to be, was from Larry. From Larry Brooks. Yeah. Um, uh, him and maybe James Scott Bell said something similar. I, I don't remember.
1: Yeah, but your tool makes it easy to be able to incorporate that into your scenes. Yeah, uh, like That's what I yeah. did all morning long was I first figured out how long my book's going to be and then how long each chapter is going to be. And I marked it out and I had 35 chapters and they're all blank. And then I'm staring at this blank chart going, <laughs> where do I go from here? And I'm like, story physics. I need to figure out what has to happen at about which part in the plot, and I could chart that all out, and then move your boxes around and add boxes where they needed to be, and it was all very intuitive. So I, you know, that was very helpful this morning.
3: Right. Thank you. Uh, you can move move scenes around in here as well. Uh, I think that because it's just as easy to do over here. The moving the chapters around is the uh, the cooler, you know, the the more utility feature here. <laughs> But you can get an overview of if you if you're writing a series in dabble and you've got multiple books um, this is the one place where you can see uh, at least the main plot for multiple books in one place so, so it wraps left to right so what other questions before i uh stop sharing <laughs> stop presenting <laughs>
2: I'm probably going to think of like eight of them when we get off the the call here, but uh, I've got yeah, enough to, I've got enough to have, uh, to cause some ruckus anyway. Perfect.
0: Um, Jacob, one thing uh, we had a user, um, she said, I I think I said no to syncing with NaNoWriMo when the screen offered it. Can I change my mind? And then uh, Kayo answered it in the uh, uh, in the comments over here, but could you um, talk for just a minute about NanoRimo integration? Because uh, you know NanoRimo is is kind of what inspired our writing challenge, and we're doing a month of prep before we kind of all do Nano together. Um, so we we are huge proponents of NanoRimo, and and Dabble is made to integrate with NanoRimo. Could, could you talk a little bit about how that works and how people can yeah. can sync up their projects?
3: You bet. Um, so NaNoWriMo is—it's. Um, in fact, let me. is—we uh, we launched with NaNoWriMo when we uh, first came out, um, and and we've been a huge fan of of NaNoWriMo since the beginning. So We sponsor them every year. So uh, just if if you're wondering about whether you should do it or not, um, you get a twenty percent discount. Uh, just for participating for a year off of Dabble, uh, and if you win Dabble or if you win Nanorimo, uh, reaching you know 50,000 50, words by the end of November, you'll get a 50% uh, off for a year discount. So it's a big discount, but it's a big you know it's a big goal as well. Um, if you did click No Thanks, um, I don't want to see that again. Uh, you can go back in here, uh, click on NanoRimo settings. Uh, this is available during Camp Nano as well as, you know, November and the month before. You can go into that. Uh, you click on authenticate. You put in your browser may autofill, you know, your your Dabble username and password. Make sure you're not using that because because uh, unless you're using the same username and password for NaNoWriMo and Dabble, which you shouldn't. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> reusing passwords. That's uh, the same
2: combination yeah. I have in my luggage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's my birthday easy to remember. You know, i just put that in uh, <laughs> 1, or, 2, 3, or password is my password. Uh, so yeah, put your NaNoWriMo username or email in here and your nanoRimo password. Uh, and um, in fact, let me see if I can, I'll just link this up real quick so you can see what it is. Um. I let's see if I can f- grab my password without um, showing it on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, Nanorano. <laughs> Copy and paste. Authenticate. Hopefully that was the right one. And was not the right one. Okay, there we go. So now I've authenticated with Nanorimo. Um, all you have to do is decide which Dabble project um, you want to have the word counts sync with Nanorimo. Uh, so you pick the the one that you are that, that's your nano ni- novel, um, or you can create a new one from here if you have if you signed up before creating your nano ni- novel. Um, and then you do need to go to the Nanorimo website. Sign in and create create the book there. You create a new goal, um, and it needs to be for NaNoWriMo 2022. Um, you associate with the NanoRiMo event, and you save the goal. It's going to auto set it to fifty thousand and the end of November. Once that's all set, then back in Dabble, um, resync. Yeah, I just went there, and then it will see that that. It'll pull the, the novel information from NaNoWriMo. And it'll also let you know when your auth expires. This is because um, the auth that I just did, they only um, keep it active for a month. And so in the middle of NaNoWriMo, you will notice that your word count stops syncing and you'll have to put in your username and password again. Um, that's just kind of par for the course because of their system. But uh, but yeah, once you've, once you've got that, then you can... Set up your goals. Um, fifty thousand words to win it. Uh, if you're already, if you start writing in October, uh, let's say you've got twenty thousand words, you know, done, uh, and it's November first, and you want to write fifty thousand in November, then you can go ahead and put twenty thousand in the exclude, and it will set it to fifty thousand more. So your total is seventy thousand, but it will track you, track your goal to the end of fifty thousand. So that's what this is for. Uh, and then you save that. Oh, I guess um, we forgot our days off, but we can get our days off here. So, and then uh, and then and you write and um, get fifty thousand words. So that's that's the Nanorimo integration. Awesome, awesome.
0: All right, um, this has been a a fast hour, everybody does, does everyone feel like you have more tools to go into your, uh, week with and slay the story dragon. I know drinking I
2: from a fire hose, Hank, drinking from a fire hose,
0: <laughs> you know, that's, that's, it's better than being thirsty isn't it. <laughs> indeed. Very much so. Indeed. Oh man. Um, if, uh, be sure to go over to storycraft.cafe um the the writer social media site that we run nothing but good positive writer vibes over there uh, the amazing and gracious kayo is running some uh, writing sprints and stuff over there so go over jump into a sprint join your fellow writers and uh, and let's slay this dragon together um, Ian Lauren Josh Amy and Jacob Thanks for joining us tonight.
3: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. This was good.
0: Oh, yeah. Lots of good info.
3: Yeah, I learned a lot.
0: Awesome. Let's do it again next week.
3: I'll be watching.